going on, y'all? This is another episode of Shoulda, Coulda, Woulda. We got Janae and Marlon in the house. What's going on with y'all? What's going on, people? My melanin people. My yes, people yes. The world. You know? Yep, yep. The funny thing about this, y'all, for the people that's listening in right now, uh, how I met them is on. Um, I was listening to Breakfast Club. And um, she had hopped on, Janae hopped on, talking about a financial, being a financial therapist and stuff like that. So hit her up and she was open for an interview. So here we are. Here we are. So can you tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, so um, my name is Marlon, as you said, Des. And thank you for having us on today as well. Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, Yep, on the Shoulda, Coulda, Woulda podcast, you know. It's definitely a blessing. Um, so a little bit about myself. Um, I come from a fine. Um, sorry, I come from a construction background originally. All right. So um, right out of high school, I took a year off of college. Um, I didn't want to go. Sh- I didn't even want to go to college at first, to be honest with you. Um, and the reason being was because I, I was in the music heavy and, you know, I see myself doing that at the time. So um so I took a year off then I I started school I started college the year after that for um business management and then probably like halfway through with that I I, rem- I realized like you know what I remember now why I didn't want to go back to school <laughs> right so so then I I I dropped out to be honest with you I I, I left right I was only in a community college but I left um, and I went to construction. So I went to the pipe fitters. All right. Pipe uh-huh. fitters, local 537. It's a, a union in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, the reason why I joined them was because my uncle, um, he's been in for a very long time, like 40 or more years. All right. Um, he's uh-huh. retired now, but <clears throat> at that time he's been in for like at least 40 years, um, to the point that, his class was the first African-American class to ever attend what? the pipe fitters. Okay. What? So, and, and it's so crazy that they was on strict, um, they, they just had strict rules to follow. So there was about 10 of them or something like that. And if any one person was late out of the, out of the whole, there's like four or five years they had to go to school. If anyone was ever late or missed a class, they would have shut down the whole program. It was something that they were trying for minorities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 So long story short, right. They all did what they had to do, which opened the doors for us, for, you know, the younger generation, generations coming in under them. So, so that, you know, that part is pretty dope. I only know that history Man. because, like I said, he told me and I, you know, he broke all that down to me. So I got into, like I said, I got into the pipe fitters um, and then I did that. I did that for over 10 years. Um, I used to run work, um, had about 20 guys under me, things like that um, at the Salem Power Plant. Um, and then I um, I got into the financial industry. So uh, <clears throat> the way I got into that is um, I just wanted to know how money worked. Um, so I, I, t- I was taking time off from construction. Um, I was looking for other things, wanted to know how money worked, and it, and it brought me here. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I studied and I got licensed to become a financial therapist. And now I, I just I'm very passionate about helping and giving back because this information that me and my sister have and that we know now, is very is life changing. It's beneficial and it's life changing to 
us, especially us black people, because we don't have this information. We don't know this information. They don't teach this stuff in schools. Right. And, you know, right. our school systems, wherever from usually aren't the best anyway. Right. So, right. <clears throat> you know, we just want to give back. Um, so that's a little bit. I let my sis tell a little bit about her. Hey, so myself, my background. Um, ooh, my journey's been real long. That brought me here, honestly. Um, I'm all things therapy for a reason. Um, but prior, like when I started, I I've always been the type of person that never liked to get in trouble. So mm-hmm. I've always tried to like, if you had to be in school, be in school. I skip school sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I've always just been a really, really, really hard worker. So I was always trying to find more, always wanting more, always just craving information. Um, I was in childcare for 13 years. Um, within the 13 years, I, um, had, I danced with Funk Phenomenon. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that dance team from Boston. Um, definitely look them up. They, they're really, really, really majorly known. They dance with the Celtics and all that stuff. Um, so I, I, when I was dancing with that team, I found out I was pregnant and I was so anti-baby. Like I was like, no, it's not having kids. Yeah. Okay. So then when I got pregnant, it was just like, what do I do? Cause I've been talking all this mess for years. I got to have this kid. Right. So I ended up having a kid. And then during that um, situationship, I'll call it. Um, I, I realized that my child's father had mental illness that neither myself or his family knew. Um, so that was something I suffered through for so many years in silence. And then when I finally was like, I, I honestly am really, really spiritual. Cause I, I can only tell you, God got me through the situations that I was in. Cause I didn't yeah. have no support. Like when I say, when you're going through some people will leave you, yeah. they will leave you and not mm-hmm. give a damn. Mm-hmm. And everybody left me. So one day I remember calling my daddy because it was a really long battle of me just dealing with this. So I called my father one day. He lives in Georgia. And I was like, Daddy, I think somebody's going to die. <laughs> Somebody going to die. Like, my spirit was so drained. Like, I felt yeah. like I couldn't even put up that fight no more because we don't talk about mental illness in our community. Yeah. Right? Yeah. People make jokes about, oh, you bipolar, you're this. Like, no, it was a real situation that in those moments when you're not educated about it, it's a lot, mm-hmm. right? And I'm over here dealing with two kids now, mind you. I already didn't want one, and so I had another one. And I'm, like, trying to figure out my life and just thinking, like, okay, if he kills me, because this is where it can go, mm-hmm. what if I don't survive it? What do my kids have? Yeah. How are they going to survive if he's already incapable of being, you know, just yeah. calm? So... Once I got out of that situation, by the grace of God, I went and I went back to school because I had already started with communications. So I wanted to do radio mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, I left there. Then I didn't really know what I wanted to do in school. So I was just taking classes. And then when I finally was like human services is the route, like I need to understand the brain. I need to understand all these things. I want to be a therapist. Um, so I just went back to school, got my degree, my bachelor's in 2019 human services i worked in the human service field with mentally ill adults by the grace of god because usually they hire i mean yeah they hire individuals who have a degree and i didn't have my degree at the time so Mm -hmm. i another another godly act i would say to get me well informed 
Um, my kid's father had was diagnosed. He was hospitalized a couple of times and was diagnosed with schizophrenia. So that was something I had to like really hone in and learn. So then I met this man who's been in the financial industry for like 19 years. And then I seen what he was doing. And I was like, why can't I do what you do? Right. Yeah. It bothered my spirit that he knew this information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew this information. I'm around him all these months. And never once did he say, oh, where you're from, you could bring this information back to him. So I volunteered myself. And then I just went in because I was like, nah, you holding all the way out. And I'm not with that. Like, if I, I'm, a, I'm the biggest encourager, like, no, my people deserve, deserve to have this information just as much as you're giving it to all the already rich people. Yeah. So that's where it's like, I'm going to study past my first try. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew there was a mission behind it. So I'm telling you, I walked in there, I promise you I had no damn clue what was going on. <laughs> I was like, no, I got this. So we took it and ran with it and got licensed as financial therapist because um, it's actually a realm we created because therapy is obviously needed. I was like, the, the, we go in and we have to find people's pains. Yeah. We always have pains, whether if pains come in different forms, like plumbing problems is a pain for somebody. Yeah. As opposed to breaking your arm is a pain for somebody. <laughs> right? yeah. Just look different. But there's those mental pains too. And our color theme with our logo is black, white, and green. And I, in my head yesterday, I was like, yo, between black and white is always going to be green, whether it's trees or whether it's money. And they all yeah, exude life That's in crazy. some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... <laughs> he literally was like, yo, we, we have a mission. It's not just a job. I don't know if you heard me say that already. It's not just our job. Yeah. We want to educate, educate, educate. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand certain things, if you know certain things, you're going to move different. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it just takes time for people to sit down. It's literally free information. We're giving you less than an hour's worth of information to change your entire life. And make sure you grow and never lose money ever again, as mm-hmm. opposed to you signing your life off for four to six years, where you may That's not even crazy. utilize that information ever. That's crazy. So let's go. Let's go back. So now y'all introduced yourself. Let's go back. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna hop on Marlon for a little bit. We're gonna pick on Marlon yeah. for a little bit. So <laughs> for those who don't know, I send a. Uh, app out for everybody that's going to be on the podcast asking things about them and marlon had a rap career what you know what i'm saying let's talk about that you know what i'm saying he's good oh my god we oh he's good oh so you're gonna spit some shit. bars for us nah nah not right now <laughs> <laughs> really so you had a rap career right because yep. most people would not be able to hang that up and be like, you know what? Let's make this my hobby. And let me take, let me, you know what I'm saying? Pick something else up and I got to take care of business. What clicked and made you take care? I ain't saying that you couldn't have went nowhere with the rap game, but what clicked and made you put that as a hobby and not on the back burner, but as a hobby and, you know what I'm saying? Start taking care of other financial business. What made you? Yeah, that's a, the, that's a great question. Cause yeah, that's a great question. Cause um, I never thought, 
you know, I still love music. I still write yeah. sometimes, but I never thought it wouldn't be like, you know, like my main, my main go-to. So like, even when I was doing construction, for example, <clears throat> I was still doing my music, you know? Yeah. Um, but now, now, you know, it's, it's different now. And and it's, it's weird to me because like I said, I never thought this would be the case. So to answer your question, um, it's just, I just see how powerful this is. Like the information that we have, um, the way that it can literally change lives is like on a whole nother level. So like now I'm look, I'm not even looking at me or my family. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am. You feel me? But it's so much bigger. It's like a generational thing. Meaning. Yeah. I'm mainly nothing against any other nationality, nothing, but I'm mainly talking about black people right now. All right. Because we yeah. have it to me. If you ask me, um, we have it the worst, especially in America. So, so, right. <clears throat> um, I just see the power behind this information. And I know that we could change. There's so many lives that need to be changed. There's so many lives, like I said before, that need this information. So that's really what made me kind of put that on a back burner because, you know, I could change lives with my music and all that. Right. But Mm-hmm. I actually feel like I could um, change even more lives in a in a more positive way, just from teaching about finances, right? And and yeah, I could I could I could stick with the the people with a lot of money, right? But <clears throat> that's not my passion, right there. Like, yeah, that's nice, that's gonna bring in money, but I want to help. I'm from the hood, you know. I'm from where people where people get shot and killed all the time, right? Just growing up like that. So I always wanted better. And that's even why I started rapping. I started making music just to to one, it um allowed me to express myself. Two, it kept me off the streets and things like that, right? And three, I'm like, man, I can make a lot of money from this. Okay. So yeah. same here. <clears throat> um, it keeps this keeps me focused, right? Um I'm not into the streets, none of that, but this keeps me focused um and it allows me to to educate and and change people's lives so that's really that's that's really it right there it's just changing changing lives so let let me ask you this because this is a uh i see this a lot and so Mm -hmm. and this is for the people you know what i'm saying this is for the culture that y'all doing right now so let me ask you this and it's not just you it's not the pay we just making conversation you know yep 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 so um when you said that um you wanted to, you create this for our people and stuff like that. It was like nothing against other people. Why do you feel us as African-Americans have to make that statement when we, you know what I'm saying? When we yeah, no, nah, I feel you. Okay. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So reason being is so, unfortunately. I, I do it too. I do it too, by the way. So that is not like yeah, I said. Nah, but this is why. Right. Nah, I hear yeah. you. So this is why. Because unfortunately, right, this is my opinion, but. I feel like us African-Americans, right? We don't stick together. So every other nationality sticks together, all right? So mm-hmm. Spanish people stick together, right? Even other Black people stick together. That's not from the United States. Haitians yeah. stick together. Jamaicans, yeah. Africans, Nigerian, whatever, right? They all stick together. They all have their community, right? And they don't, it don't matter if they all have to live in the same house for a few years to get to the next level, right? Yeah. They all stick together at the end of the day. With, with us African-Americans, unfortunately, I feel like most of us, we've been brainwashed since children, right? And we're Americanized and we do things a certain way. And then if you grow up in a ghetto on top, of that and you don't have education you know you're all forget even if you have education just growing up in a ghetto you're on survival mode all the time 24 7 right so if you don't have an education on top of that 
then, you know, that's where you see all the violence, all the crime, all the killings, all that, right? Because we're not educated enough to not kill our brother, not do that, you know, to each other, you know what I mean? Um, So I just feel like I have to say, I have to say that because, yeah, us African-Americans, I feel if we come together, right? This is what I like to say. I like to say, um, um, I, I like to say that we could get through anything, all right? Even as w- with us African Americans, the reason why I say that is because we made it out of slavery. All right. Yeah. Okay. Of course, there's still different forms of slavery, but at the end of the day, we made it out of slavery. All right. Exactly. Reason being is because we stuck together. Right. We were singing songs in our language. Right. And they didn't know what we were saying, and we was finding looking for a way out. Right. And us yeah. coming together and fighting and and staying united, we was able to find a way out. So that's how I feel with the financial field. Is like. If we can all become state, if we can all get united, right, and and grow together and build together, then mm-hmm. as a whole generation, we can change. We could change the generation under us, you know, and and the following generations to come. That's that's good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. We um and as you mentioned, you know, the Haitians stick together and everybody out. I see that more on the East Coast than you would on the West Coast. The West Coast, everybody's black. You know what I'm saying? That, and that's how <laughs> it is out here. It's crazy because that you said that because I do got a couple of Haitian partners that's from out there. And when they came out here, they like, the whole vibe is different. You know what I'm saying? We cool. Don't get me wrong. But the whole vibe is different because black is black out here. You know what I'm saying? Mexican right. is Mexican. Asian is Asian. I you get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of different out here. So let's talk. Let's get with you uh, today uh, about this high school. You know, um, I see a lot that females take advantage of education more than guys do. Why? Why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. I don't know. My um, I was raised by my grandmother's Haitian. I'm I'm part Haitian, so okay. Um, she my my grandmother's Haitian fully, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And she's all I knew. It was just me and her in the house. So yeah. it was so weird, the dynamic, because she's speaking Haitian Creole to me, like, only. And she wouldn't allow me to speak it back. But in the same breath, as she's thinking she has to take care of me, I kept feeling like I had to take care of her. Mm-hmm. So that's what put the fight into me, to, like, I need to go to school. I need to make sure I win. Because you, I hear it, like... Oh, you need to go to school. You need to graduate. You need to get your degree. If you don't have this, you're not going to make good money. You're not going to. And my focus was like, how can I take care of Nana? Basically, yeah. for me, I can't speak for all other women, but I know, thank God that we have ranges to like utilize all over the world. As I'm a single mom. Yeah. I have to go. Like, I had to put myself in positions where I can make enough money to give them piano lessons or taekwondo and whatever else like being able to i don't have help my kid's father wasn't and has never been financially in a part of the situation so what was going to be my out yeah it had to be school so both of y'all ran track what events did y'all run oh lord jesus <laughs> Shoot, I forgot. I used to, I used I to run the all mile. of them. I hey, did the mile run, and I damn near died. That was the first and last mile run I ever did. Oh, you know what? I ain't gonna lie. I don't think I did the mile run. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my, my runs were shorter than a mile. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't doing no mile run. Oh, cool. that was, oh, I was cool. on the 
they had to track me, have me out there looking crazy. I told them I wasn't ready. <laughs> I was like, I'm not ready for this. He's like, yeah. you got it. I was like, I'm glad you believe in me as much as you do. I'm telling you, my the way my body's set up, I ain't yeah. ready. <laughs> so was it AU or was it just high school? It was just high school. That's where it started and it ended. Yeah, same for me. I ran track in middle school, high school. I played ball in both. Yeah. Okay, and then I so... did, did the long jump. Is that that's an event, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> I sucked at that too. <laughs> so how, like, let me ask you this. So, I mean, even with uh, just doing it in high school, whatever. Do you think that AAU sports are important as far as for the generations come to come? Mm. Yeah, I have I have mixed feelings about it. Let's talk because about I feel it. like I feel like um, and this comes from and I'm gonna explain why I say this. Sports is important. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's so pushed as like that's the way out. So everyone's looking for this. Oh, I'm going to join the NBA, the WNBA. Yeah. I need to be a rapper. Like, There's only certain realms that I feel like they push towards our kind. Um, and I actually had a parent teaching me in with my youngest daughter's teacher. And she lives in Hull, Massachusetts, which is very suburban mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. white. I'm not even going to lie. It's a mm-hmm. white neighborhood. And very. she comes all the way out to Boston Brockton mass actually to teach and she was saying how she asked the kids like what do you want to be when you grow up I remember that question growing up but I never knew what I wanted to be uh-huh. I was just picking stuff because they just had it up like oh I'll be a cop yeah right yeah didn't know what it entailed it? <laughs> picking <laughs> yeah. stuff. but she's telling me like it's really really sad for her to hear these kids out here say that they don't know and that's yeah. where I get conflicted because I'm like that shouldn't be the only way out for us. Like we should exactly. be like, oh, I want to be a doctor or a neuroscientist right. or an astronaut for real. Like I don't even know how you become an astronaut. They ain't teaching that in school. How are you even gonna figure that out? Right. Exactly. So that's my that's my take on it. Yeah. No, I I agree with a lot of what she said. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I feel like um, sports and music is kind of pushed on our culture. I, like don't get me wrong we kind of created and we took over right like yeah. any sport we take over all that right um yeah. but what i'm saying is pretty to, to pretty much what she was saying is like there's so many other things that we can do you know exactly. to make money and things like that and even for example right it's like i started looking at this too like um so remember bam doing the rapping thing all that but then once i started doing this i'm like i'm like do I want to be a rapper, right? That gets a lot of money and then I don't know what to do with it. And then I become broke, like most of these rappers, most of these athletes, all that, right? Or mm-hmm. do I want to have the knowledge behind it, right? So if I, even if I was a big time rapper, right? At least I know what to do with my money, right? So, like, right. for example, if, if these rappers or basketball players, not just rappers, basketball players, anybody, right? If they utilize this information that we teach, okay, if they utilize that, they would never be broke. It, like, it literally would be impossible, okay? Because what we teach is how you, how you build wealth and generational wealth, how you leave a legacy behind, a real legacy, right? Exactly. Um, so that's that's what it's all about right there is 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 that right there. So the A the AAU and all that, that's cool. Um the only thing about the AAU, I'm not gonna lie, is just the whole 
I know that it costs money, right? Um, I don't remember how much and all that, but I just remember like being from the hood, I couldn't afford that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, my parents couldn't afford that, all of that. So it's like you want to get the, the best coaches and the best training and all that. You know, at the end of the day, sometimes they have vouchers and all that, but at the end of the day, you usually gotta pay for that, right? So exactly. um I don't really I kind of feel a certain way about that part of it, that portion, because not everyone can, you know, not everyone has that money, you know, especially exactly. once again, coming from where we come from, right? We don't, we don't have that, right? Exactly. I, my, my parents were struggling to keep the, 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 the bills on, the water on, the lights on, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's also where my hunger and drive comes from is just going through the struggle, like knowing, knowing how real life is and how real life can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Just even on a financial on a financial tip, you know. Yeah, and that's and that's right. true, man. I um I've talked to when I first started this podcast. I've talking to different parents and stuff like that, and a lot of them didn't know that they were academics. There was a such thing as an academic scholarship because we was taught so much about sports. They just thinking scholarships only come from sports, and that's mm-hmm. it. You know what right, I'm saying? right, so right, right. A lot of them didn't know, and I honestly thought that that's all I honestly thought was it came from sports. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But as I started educating myself, I mean, as I got older, I found out it was other stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I started educating myself and that's just what it is in our in our culture. It's uh, even growing up, they ask you what you want to be as a kid. We say in the cop because we see the cop as authority. We see a cop, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. slinging people around. So we like, man, I ain't trying to get treated like that. So I might as well join right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's so many stuff they put in front of your face. Yeah, it's not that big. You don't think it's that big of a deal as a child, but when you get older, you start seeing how they was right putting that into our our brains exactly embedded in that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, be a cop because this is what we do, or be Mm -hmm. this, or this is what we do, or even you if you act out, this is what could happen to you. You know what I'm saying? So right, don't act out. I don't care what what you do. This is how you mm-hmm. act around cops. Like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I could, as long as I know the law and stuff like that, I could act how I want to act. Exactly. So, exactly. But that's that's the crazy thing. So let's get into uh, the trade school. A lot of kids don't know about trade schools. A lot of kids don't know there's a lot of kids is not made for college, period. I'm not made. I couldn't, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a handle sure. type dude. Hey yo, you know I knew I couldn't do it because of the um them long ass pages and all that. Them Man. like them like <laughs> books you gotta write. I'm like, yo, I wasn't hey. I, that's it's just not in me to do all of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I made it out of college. Honestly, nah. I remember looking at my transcript like, what the hell? I thought I was mad smart. <laughs> <laughs> A degree don't got no grades on it. That's the thing. And I realized that there's really no power in that piece of paper. You just was a great rule follower at the end of the day. They tell you what to do, you do it. And yep. then you get this piece of paper, but you're going to be in debt after you get the paper that you could have printed out your damn self. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's and funny, some- though. It's funny because um, there's things on Craigslist. There's things on even eBay that you could print this stuff out and it'd be legit, though. You know what I'm saying? They, they'll, they'll pull you there. You can type it in and they you can print it out. And it's like, 
But who's to say that you, if you know the skill, who's to say you didn't go to school? No, no right. job is going to go looking for it. You know what I'm saying? So this right, is right. Right. I'm not promoting it. Right now, nah, you're saying you go to school for all these years on something that if I know it just off the streets, if I know it, then and I print it out, I might get the job over you because right. my, I'm educated on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I've lived it, I experienced it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I might get the job over somebody that really got the degree. Right. Self education is powerful, though. I think self education um, trumps any kind of education being given to you. Um, And I, I, I truly believe in that because you can't just can't take what people say, right, and run with it. And this is teachers involved. Not to like, you know, I was I was educated for a long time, but it was something I took serious to have my own kids in the same breath. So making sure they understood certain things was like, yeah, know the basics, but. I really fell into my spirituality when um, I was working in a daycare within a church and mm. I had to sign a contract saying that I'll do prayers with the kids in the mornings and before a snack and all that stuff, whatever. And I'm like, I don't even know the Bible. Like, what am I like? Am I supposed to like go to a particular chapter? What do I do? So I'm like following the lead of somebody, some people. And this lady came in on my break and said something to me. And I was like, really? God said that? She was like, well, don't listen to me. And I think this was God speaking. Don't listen to what I'm telling you. You need to seek that information out for yourself. And I I took it and ran with it with everything. I don't listen to people all the time. I was like, let me double that's, check. That's <laughs> a pro- no, for real though, that's a powerful statement. Even with the church, uh, not to make this political or religious. Mm-hmm. It, I grew up apostolic my whole life, right? So I go to church. And on Sundays, they they tell us the word. Sunday school, they tell us the word. We believe it. You know what I'm saying? We we go to church. They preach the word. We believe it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As, as children, we wasn't taught to look at it for ourselves or read mm-hmm. the whole chapter or anything like that. You just yes. believe what they say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. as, as I grew up, I started reading it for myself. And I'm like, hold on. This ain't. Oh no, he said this right. this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I started reading it for myself and I'm like, nah, it, it and like she said, read it for yourself, believe mm-hmm. it for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's a and that's with everything in life, you know. You right. can't yeah. just take somebody's word for it, but you gotta mm-hmm. just read it for yourself and believe it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about because it's financial therapy. And I understand you said about your ex was going through some mental illness. And um, mm-hmm. explain uh, not his mental illness, but explain mental illness for the people because people see oh, mental illness is this, mental illness is that, but we all walk around with some sort of mental illness, you know what I'm saying? And not even knowing, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Mm-hmm. Happening, That's true. <clears throat> and it's something that you you just doing, you know what I'm saying? It just mm-hmm. comes out and you still don't know it's mental illness, you know what I'm saying? So, can you explain a little bit about mental illness? Um, the political way, because I have a different way of viewing mental illness. And I think finances is a mental illness um, that we don't speak about, which is where the therapy comes in. Um, Because constantly we're waking up every day to fight for money to do stuff, right? We all have a want and we all have a need, Mm -hmm. right? Those two are not going anywhere. But on the political sense, like after like dealing with it firsthand, I noticed that um, within my job, 
because I was in the community, everyone was pretty much black. And then I started to see, like I had a, I'm 32. One of my clients was the same age as me. And I'm like, he's not dumb. I think the medications is what altered a lot of his personality, his character. Cause I, I just seen him as different on a different level. Like I'm like this, I know this wasn't you. This couldn't have necessarily been you because he exudes like a different sense than what we read about. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So people um, are diagnosed with like bipolar and, all these things but sometimes i'm like are they just giving you this mm -hmm. title mm -hmm. because i don't think that's what you have right you know mm -hmm. like we have to if you don't know self enough and love self enough you don't need to listen to any diagnoses no, of any kind um yeah it used to get real deep because like the medications is what really was messing a lot of people up more so mm -hmm. than anything and i'm like and there's some people who needed it. Like my kid's father needed it. Yeah. He needed something because Jesus wasn't able to come in and just <laughs> save the day. <laughs> like, he needed more than he needed Jesus, God, and the crew. And yeah. when he got medicated, it brought him back to the person I met. Like he was, he's way more calm. But then now, even after medication, he is different. Yeah. And uh, the same kind of sense of the clients that I had. Like it, it, it just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a really, really wide range of diagnoses out there. And if we do not take the time to learn each one and what they come with, we're going to be, I don't want anybody to ever be in the position that I was in ever. Yeah. I wouldn't wish that on anyone, especially in the unknown. Yeah. Be aware first, try to be aware, try to understand that it's not just schizo um frania the schizoaffective like different levels to all those things and just educate 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 self-education again is, is so much more powerful and stop using the terms willy-nilly because there yeah. are people who actually go through those things <laughs> yeah. that's just that's literally just my take on um yeah. mental illness in general and i said finances is a mental illness because we are we everybody in the world don't know we don't know what to do with our money half the time yeah. and some people like they say like oh give somebody a whole bunch of money it might turn them evil but you don't know that they might be the best person to have all that money and make exactly. it keep filtrating throughout like you don't exactly. know what anybody's gonna do exactly that was good but um so that was good. So let's talk a little bit about trade school. A lot of people don't understand that um you don't have to go to college, you can go to a trade school and it's a hands-on thing, and it's everybody has it's a job for everybody, you know what I'm saying? Uh, people don't know, like if I want to go to the NBA, so I want that's that was my dream. I want to go to the NBA out of high school, so I'm like, cool, I'm gonna go to the NBA. I'm like, okay, ain't no school hitting me up. So let me go to this JC. I go to this JC and it's 10 of me. You know what I'm saying? It's 10 of me and, and two of them on steroids. So now I gotta compete <laughs> against, you know what I'm saying? I gotta compete against all of this. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of was a, a downer for me because it's like, what am I gonna do now? Not knowing that it's a, a manager, I could still be in, 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 in 
in the basketball world, you know what I'm saying? I could be a manager. I could be somebody, like you said, a financial therapist. I could mm-hmm. be somebody's <laughs> trainer. I could be somebody. Right. There's so mm-hmm. many jobs within the NBA that will put me around basketball that mm-hmm. I don't have to go to the NBA. I don't have right. to go to the NFL. I could be something else that gets paid. And that's mm-hmm. that's a, uh, the trade school. It's somebody out there pipe fitting. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody out mm-hmm. there doing construction. There's somebody out there building these houses. There's somebody out there fixing these toilets. They don't know a plumber makes bread. You know what I'm saying? Plumbers makes bread. Mm-hmm. But it's somebody out there that has to fix and make everything that we got. So give me your take on uh, a trade school and then just give me your take on let's let's go over, uh, if you don't mind, let's go over the finances on uh pipe fitting on how much you could make okay so with with pipe fitting um i mean you could like you can make a lot of money especially in boston um because the the pay rates higher i mean the cost of living is very high too but um in boston you can make on average being a um, journeyman you can make on average i'll say eighty thousand. Now you do overtime lots of overtime um that could go anywhere from a hundred 120, 150, or more thousand dollars a year. Um, so, um, like, there's some people I know that made like 150 more thousand or more per year um, doing pipe fitting. It's, of course, it's with a lot of overtime, right? But, yeah. you know, it's they're getting lawyer money out here, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. so um, and that's that's kind of what brought me into, to, into the industry is like i said my uncle he did pipe fitting right he did it for a very long time he was very successful he owns properties all over boston like over five different properties right um so i kind of always looked up to him in that in that sense in that aspect so that's what made me get into the field um and then for the for the union in boston you had to do five years of of school and it's, Mm -hmm. it's literally a school year so the same breaks that that um, let's say the, the Boston public schools would get is the same breaks that we would get. So uh-huh. Christmas vacation is the same April vacation, like all that stuff's the same, you know? Um, so I, I did five years of, of, of school. Like I said, I was still doing music at the time, but <clears throat> I was like, you know what, you know, some people say, Oh, just have a plan a and don't do anything else. But I just wanted to have money just in case. Right. So I did the pipe fitting and that, that also allowed me to do certain things with, you know, with my music. Right. Yeah. Um, but um, so, yeah, the, tra- the trade school thing is it's a great thing. Like you said, you don't have to go to college just to to get a lot of money. Right. And then yeah. the whole thing, the beautiful thing with unions, at least up here, well, all the unions actually for um, construction is that you don't have to pay for the education. Right. So you're going, you just have to be dedicated and you have to be hungry and just want it. Right. So you're going, you're learning all this information for free. Right. Um, And you get great health benefits. um, You get a great pay, you know, so there's, there's all those benefits. Uh, Most, most of the people when it's time to retire, they retire pretty well. That's a whole different story um, nowadays because everything's changed. Like you see with COVID, right. The taxes are going to be through the roof in the future. It's already headed that way. Right. Yep. So with that being said, a lot of these retirement plans that, that were put in place at a certain part of time, um, they're no longer as useful as they once were. They actually do the yeah. opposite effect now. Right. So once again, that's where me and her come in and educate is like, 
we show people a different way of doing their retirement, their retirement plan. They do it a certain way where they never lose money. Like it's, yeah. it's literally impossible. Like it's designed that way, you know? And whereas even for the pipe fitting, um, there's going to be taxes taken out of that money one day. Like when I go to retire, right. If I don't, if I don't put that money, well, it doesn't matter where I put that money, actually. That's that money's tax taxable money. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think I might have got a little off, but <laughs> but nah, yeah. Y'all good. Y'all good. All right. <laughs> Let's speak about the uh the union a little bit. A lot of cats don't understand, like, cause I'm part of a union. I'm a shop steward at my job right now. Yep, and, yep. Um they don't understand these young bucks don't understand the union is the way to go. You know what I'm saying? Especially for one that don't like to listen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to get fired from a union job. Nah, it is. You're right. You're right. It's, it's like, one, it's hard to get fired. And two, um, you could have a criminal record and still be in a union. Like, yeah. I literally, obviously, I don't support this stuff, but I literally, but at the same time, I'm... I'm I'm just a likable person. I, I talk to everyone. I get along with everyone. I show everyone the same amount of respect. So it don't matter if you're like a nerd or if you're yeah the hardest gangster out there, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, like me and you still gonna be on the same page because there's no fear in my blood. Period. Right. Exactly. So so um. <laughs> no, that's for real. That's for real. Yeah. <clears throat> so so I um oh, I forgot what I was saying, I, but I I get along with. Yeah, I get along with everyone. I fucking for lost my train of thought. <laughs> you got to edit that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Now you was talking about how the union, like you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but that's what I was saying. Okay, bam, back on. All right. For the union, the beautiful thing is that you can have a criminal record. So there's people that I work with that they literally were murderers, right? They they or there was one actually guy. He wasn't a murderer. He actually he actually got wrongfully accused by the police he did 18 years in jail i worked with him a few years ago he did he has a book out and everything um but his name is charles bogues um his book's like acquittal i don't want to mess up the name look up his name but yeah he has a he has a book out and it explains the the system and everything so he got himself out of out of prison just by educating, he at the law library, he educated himself. So he did 18 years, right? Um, educated himself. Once again, self-education, right? Mm-hmm. He educated himself and he was able to get himself out by seeing different things of what, you know, the lawyers did him wrong, the cops, just, you know, they all work together to put him behind, right? Um, but back to back to the the law, the trade school thing, all I'm saying is that you could have a record, you could they don't discriminate. Right. So it's, it's a way to also give people a second chance to make a decent living, because the thing with the unions is that the unions is what separate separates the low class from the, the high class. The unions is actually the middle class people. Exactly. All right. So if there was no unions, then there would be low class and high class. There would no be, there would not be any in between. Right. With the yeah. unions, like I said, usually get better benefits. Like you said, um, it's hard to get fired or just get kicked out of a union. Like it's very hard. Yeah. You got to like really do something crazy. Right. Yeah. And the reason being is because unions stick together. Right. So exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, 
I don't nothing against police, even though I don't rock with them. But right. They have a union. Right. And they stick together. Right. So no matter what they do, no matter what they do to black people most of the time. Right. Or what they do to anyone. Right. At the end of the day, they stick together. They live by a code. They just they're just different type of gangsters. Right. And the streets live by a certain code. Right. They do the same exact thing. It's just there's there's look better because they're legal. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. And it's all in the word union. Exactly. Right, yeah, union, right. That, but that's that's true though. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how it is with uh, with my job. And I tell cats, I had got into it with somebody last night. Matter of fact, and he come to me like, "Man, they need to be working. You need to go tell them." Blah blah. You just shot stories. So I said, "Check this out, bro." I said, "I'm not a management." I said, "I don't tell nobody what to do." I said, right. "They grown men. They gonna do what they exactly. want to do." I said, mm-hmm. I step in when they want to come at you or the management want to come at you a certain way. That's when I step in. I said, it's not my mm-hmm. job to tell these cats what to do. Right. <laughs> said, that's that's what they do. And so a lot of people don't understand, like, man, the union is strong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not about to come into a union house tripping. I don't care nah. what <laughs> management team. I talk to these managers like they somebody on the streets because we mm-hmm. have a contract to abide by. Mm-hmm. You don't buy by that contract. You gonna hear me. They they hate to see Des come because I'm coming with it, and it's not disrespectful. It's just I'm a contract guy. So mm-hmm. if I'm following contract, I'm like, bro, look, this is what the contract says. Right. Yep. Let's not take this to another level. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Let's just fix the problem right here. That way we right. can keep it in house, and it ain't gotta be blasted. And your boss ain't gotta know you're not abiding by the contract. Right. Yep. Okay, Des, and it. And it and I probably have a hard way of coming at it, but that's the way I feel it needs to be happening. But yeah, so it's a contract in play. You know what I'm saying? With union yep. jobs. So right. everybody has to abide by those rules. And and when you go to a regular workhouse, they can have rules all they want to. But then they could be like, you know what? Today, I want everybody cleaning up and I don't want these rules right here, we're not going to abide by today. So we're going to throw those right. out. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? These rules no, right you're here, right. We ain't gonna buy by. We're gonna then we gonna place these rules right here, and uh, it's gonna screw a lot of people over. But so what? Go find another right. job. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so that's the yeah. difference between union and uh, non-union. No, well, you're right. The, in union, business. you gotta pay your your union dues as well. Yeah. So, so for the construction, there's always money that you have to pay towards the union dues, right? Re- reason yep. being is because one, that's how the uh, the union keeps the operation going, and exactly. the other thing is like you have to, um, you know, you got to put in. You, it, yeah, you're, you're part of this, right? You're part of this. Man. You want to help this to grow. You want to um, continue to be a part of it, right? And remember, you're, you're getting the education and everything for free at the end of the day, anyway. Exactly. Right. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're paying, you paying for a lawyer at the end of the day. That's what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. You're in trouble. You want somebody to step in on your behalf exactly. and fix the situation. <laughs> That's what a union is. You know what I'm saying? The lawyers. But so let's jump over to um, let's go to this uh, the financial therapy. Tell me a little bit about your business. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'll let, I'll let you talk. <laughs> so it was just more, it was like I said, like my situation with um, the mental health part is what really struck something mm-hmm. in us both because we're like, imagine if our 
families and the people that we've known and grew up with who we know don't have this information got a hold of this information how we'd be able as a as a team as a union of black people you know take back the block all these people over here fighting for the block on people's block but you don't own that block exactly so how can we with this information that's how powerful this information is it's like we just need everybody to listen and i promise you we don't need the white man to give us reparations because we're just going to do it ourselves. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. And that's where the therapy comes in. Who doesn't want to feel safe? All we deal with is safety. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Safety of your money. And that's it. We don't deal with risk. We're not doing investments. We're literally dealing with yeah. safety and growth. Teach you, teach you how, to, how to grow your money at a high rate of return. Get a nice high rate of return, right? So your money grows like it's in the stock market without the risk of ever losing money like you do in the stock market. You're protected from market risk. Like we don't do that. We ain't teaching about that. Yeah. Like once we, I'm telling you, once we found out the recipe, oh, I was mm. like, oh yeah, we're definitely, yep. We taking this to another level. Mm-hmm. We about to go 50 states, if not worldwide with this. Exactly. We about to be the McDonald's of finances. Exactly. Because it has to happen that way. And it do, and it do. And you mentioned the stock market. The crazy thing about this is y'all giving free information for one about finances. It's something that helped, that works. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all wouldn't be out here educating people if it didn't work. Mm-hmm. People would rather go to the stock market than get the free information. That's so true. And they will go to the stock market and listen, even the Dogecoin. You know how many people put thousands <laughs> of dollars? It's in true. Those, Don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> thousands of dollars, and now look at the market. It went down, back to right. thirty-eight cent, back to twenty-nine cent. Right. And it's like, man, they people lost so much money in a night. Yeah, because everyone wants the quick. They want everyone wants the quick. Yeah. You know, the quick money. They think it's quick. Oh, they and they hear. You know, the news and everything amps things up, right? So they hear all of that. They're like, oh, I want, I want in on that, right? But the thing is, by the time usually the news done amped it up and all of that, it's you know missed out anyway already. You know exactly, exactly, exactly. You he has be a part good of that. line that he says about. Oh yeah, my line's like I like to say, um, basically like. Everyone, well, I won't say everyone, but most people, right? We think that we have to risk losing money in order to grow our money, right? But that's simply yep. not the case. Mm-hmm. You don't, there's safe ways that you can literally, like literally is safe, okay? It's not a, it's not an investment, okay? Because a lot of people, they, when we educate them on different things, they're like, oh, this is an investment. Like, no, it's not an investment because there's no risk involved. You can't lose. And, and investments, there's there's risk. They're, you're either going to get a return or it's going to go into the negatives, right? Usually. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's one or the other. Okay. With this, there's no negatives. There's never, it never goes under, right? So there's no risk. There's no risk involved. Um, That's where the therapy comes in. <clears throat> Who doesn't, when you go home, you want to feel like you you safe. That's yeah. anybody. Mm-hmm. You want to go home and be safe. You want to know that all your stuff is still where you left it when you left the house. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's that same kind of mentality. So tell money. me this. So I'm uh right now, I'm I'm here like, oh man, I need I need something more. And I hear y'all ad or I hear I see y'all or I hear the uh podcast and I hit y'all up. Like, so what am I what am I getting from 
the financial therapy group. Not group. Just All right, I'm therapy. sorry, my bad, my bad. Financial <laughs> Therapy LLC. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> I'll start that over. Let me start that over. She ain't playing like, hold on, we ain't no group. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take that part out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason for it because and I'll give you the backstory. I don't care. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask the question. Yeah, because I gotta I gotta fix that. All right. So I'm hearing the whole podcast, I'm listening in. And I'm like, you know what? This is this is this might be something I want to do. And so, what do I get when I hit the financial therapy LLC? When I hit y'all up, email y'all, whatever the case, contact point of contact is. What do I get? Or what I'm what am I looking for? Okay. So, um, what we do is we we specialize in finding you money that you're losing unknowingly and unnecessarily. So, there's ways that we're losing money every day. Most of us, and we don't even realize it. So we come in, <clears throat> we show you where you're losing the money at. And then we say, hey, let's allocate this money over here. OK, let's put this money somewhere else. All right. We show you a, a, a safe way, a safe place to put that money and, and have it grow. OK, it, it grows. It, it shows you how to and it grows earning uninterrupted compounding interest, all right? That's how it grows, all right? People, a lot of people don't know about that. Uninterrupted compounding interest. Mm -hmm. So you want that on anything in life, okay? Whether it's stocks, whether it's, um, it doesn't matter what it is. That's, if you really wanna become wealthy and have your money grow, that's what you get is uninterrupted compounding interest, okay? Mm -hmm. um, the process <laughs> that we take you through is um, one of like talk therapy. So we're gonna go through a questionnaire. We gotta figure out, what's mm -hmm. going on but like Charlemagne says if you don't reveal you can't heal so I know financially that conversation is uncomfortable mm -hmm. like I like even talk to my father it's like you know it's like oh I don't want to tell my daughter how much I got sitting here I don't know why why I'm literally in a position to help you so we're going to need the transparency by all means necessary it's confidential as ever no. As is any kind of therapy. And session. we have a fiduciary duty, which means we only act in the best interest of our prospect, our client, our, you know, the person. And um, then we take you through the educational aspect because we want you to understand why we're saying what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't understand the why, then how would you be able to decide like, okay, <laughs> right. I trust you. Any, you go to the doctor, they got to give you a why. Exactly. Right. Anything you do, whether you're going to get your car fixed, they got to give you a why. You're mm -hmm. going to need a, you need an oil change because this is happening. You need, like we take you through those same exact type of processes and it's individualized or we do families like we meet with whoever we meet with teams of people. You got an accountant. That's another thing. We sit with a lot of people, mm -hmm. doctors, lawyers, like we sit with them and we're like, yo, bring your team. We encourage you to bring whoever is behind your success or supposed to be bring them don't just assume mm -hmm. don't assume that everybody in finances is an accountant because that's not what we do yeah everyone's we always like oh cpa cpa oh i have a cpa and um, like, that's not we're what not, we we're not cpa financial though. therapist and i know you ain't heard of the word so let's stop playing right yeah had no, that I, conversation that's why i hit you because i've never heard of it i'm like oh man that's kind of it's kind of catchy so i'm like man let me see what's right. up 
Yeah, yeah. The dope thing, too, is that we help. When I say help, I just mean on an educational level, but we help so many um, CPAs because we teach them this and they never knew this information. Mm -hmm. But yet the CPA. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's just very powerful information. It's like Mm -hmm. we don't go in assuming that you understand anything. We're going to run through the same process, how we do everyone, because we need to pretend as if. We're speaking to a child who is learning to read or learning to speak. Yeah, we see if you know what stocks are, if you know what mutual funds are, if you know what CDs are, 401ks, um, Mm -hmm. IRAs, you know, all of that. We break all of that down to you because, like she said, we don't want to assume you know anything, right? So we break everything down. And the, the way we do it, we want you to understand it. So mm-hmm. we, we keep breaking it down until you, you, until you understand it. Right. And mm-hmm. then, like I said, once again, we'll show you the best places to, to put that money, to have it grow, to mm-hmm. save on taxes. There's ways you could do things tax-free, like literally tax-free. Tax-free living. Okay. Yeah. But people don't know about that. Tax-free retirement. Remember how I was saying earlier, um, mm-hmm. even with pipe fitting, you retire and taxes going to be taken out. So if I have 500,000 in there, if I have a million, whatever's in that account, right, there's going to be taxes taken out of that money. What mm-hmm. we teach, okay, what we teach is the same way to have that 500,000 or a million dollars tax free. You take that and it's tax free. There's no taxes being taken out. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no contract with you and Uncle Sam, no contract with you and the government because the government and banks are not your friends. All right. right. They're against us. We we break down the processes of these systems that have been set up because that's what it comes in. If you don't have proper guidance to prepare, you cannot find that solution. Mm -hmm. Just not banks. Banks are not in rich neighborhoods, for example. There's a reason why. Exactly. And y'all said something uh, powerful. I don't even know if uh, earlier you, you was talking about when you first started, you was like, um, we go, we come in and we find the money that you're losing. So this is money that's already coming out. So for exactly. you to put your money exactly. into this right here, it's not, t- you're still not touching nothing. Cause this is money you didn't even see in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. It's already coming out, so why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? I'm glad you brought that up. Cause the, the, whole, the whole thing too, right? The dope part about it too is that this money, like you said, is already going somewhere. So this, you're not doing anything different. Your lifestyle remains exactly the same. Everything you've been doing, you can keep doing that, right? We're just exactly. showing you the money that you was already losing. Why are you going to keep losing it that way if, if we just showed you something something better that makes sense, that you mm-hmm. won't lose that money, that is actually going to grow instead? Why would you? Exactly. That, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. exactly. and there's so many people, even with 401ks, we've come across there's people who have multiple 401ks sit in places mm-hmm. and never took it with them. So I'm like, yo, can I put a sign on me that says 401ks? And you just let, willy-nilly giving out money. That's free right. money just out there. And Des, look at with the 401ks and all that, right? When the market crashes, they crash with the market. Mm-hmm. Everybody right? don't know so that. Though. People's leaving their money places, like Janae just said, they're just leaving and letting it sit. And it keeps crashing. Yeah, it ends up going back up, but it keeps crashing. So what I like to tell people, what I like to ask people is how many times, right, can can your money crash throughout the next 30, 40 years, 35 years, however long until you retire? How long can your money keep crashing? One. And then taxes are going to be taken out on top of that when you do go to retire. Mm-hmm. So how long can that happen? And, and you, you expect to be safe for retirement? Like you think you're going to be in a good position? Exactly. Exactly. Right. When you can when you can just 
eliminate all the negatives. Okay. Let's just focus on positive numbers, Mm -hmm. eliminate all the negatives in the long run. You'll be so much better off than if you do it the way that most people's doing it. Right. Same thing with the stocks. People losing so much money in the stock market. The stock market is not an overnight success thing. All right. The stock market rarely, usually for someone to get wealthy in the stock market takes about 30 years. Okay. All right. It's not an overnight thing. People think, Oh, it's overnight. No, it's them keeping their money in the stock market when the any gains they get, they put back into the stock market, right? And they keep letting it build and grow. That's that's how people do it. Putting in mutual funds, different things. We ain't gonna get too deep into that, but um, but yeah, you know, no, the part real. about and the, the part about the people. unknown is one thing, but the unnecessary part is what gets yeah. me because man, I tell you, there's some stuff that people be saying, <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> I'm literally at arm's reach to you. Like certain people in my life, like my sister, and she's just making moves because it sounded good. Mm -hmm. That's the power of propaganda. Something that sounded great struck a chord, but you already have full coverage over everything in your life. So I don't understand, like, why would you think that's okay? That's unnecessary money coming out of your pocket. Yeah. Don't make any moves until you talk to me. Talk to him, like, we're here for re- literally for a reason. You can't give you. You cannot put a cast on your arm unless you go to the doctor. You don't just go to CVS <laughs> and go buy a casket. I don't even think they have that. Yeah. So it's like go to the proper people that is licensed. We're licensed for a reason. We sought this information out. People aren't just gonna. And we're in a community. That's another thing. We don't have a brick and mortar because yeah. we feel like nah. This we need to hit these stores. We lost a lot of restaurants. A lot of like things on Phantom Gourmet ain't there no more. Yeah, all because of the pandemic. <laughs> but this is the thing. They didn't plan. They didn't plan efficiently. You know, they yeah. they thought they was OK. Right. And then when when life, I call it life, when life happens. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shoot. What? Yo, what's what's going on? Right. Because and it's the thing, even with like certain restaurants and just businesses. Right. When things are going good, you know, they're more cocky. They like shoot people away. They like mm-hmm. treat people a certain way. Right. And it's like them same people when if you didn't do that, you know, now when times are hard, things would be different from you. But, you know, people remember the way you treat them, too, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and that's true. Even to piggyback on the 401k thing. So I've been working union so long. I didn't. So I've been having a pension. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't have 401k. I had a pension. Mm-hmm. And so um, I didn't know. Like you said, that is based. They're basically taking money that you think you're saving and right. putting mm-hmm. it into a stock market. Yeah, so I didn't know because. So when I started the railroad, my wife she had to quit her job because it was it was at the railroad. It takes you away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the babysitting situation wasn't going to be there. So she quit her job and they hit her up like, "Oh, you got such and such amount in a 401k. Like, what do you want to do with it?" And I'm like, that's all you put in? She was like, no, I put in more. And then so when we went into the office, they started explaining like, oh, the market is at this. I'm like, the market? I'm listening. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. They got your stuff in the stock market? Right. I was like, nah. I got <laughs> so I, you know, and that was just, just four or five years ago. I'm 35. You know what I'm saying? That's just four or five years ago. And, and I'm just now learning that 401k is a stock market. Mm-hmm. It'd be like it'd be like that. 
and that and the crazy thing is people don't understand like if they don't hit y'all up if they don't call y'all they will never know Exactly. It just takes a conversation too. That's yeah. it. It's literally a conversation that could change your life. Just like if you was at the bar and you have a conversation, you might learn something yeah. that you never knew that whole day from somebody that you may benefit from. So we literally exactly. it's the same thing. It's free. That's the best part. It is free. Yeah. We ain't charging nothing to change your yeah. life. Yeah, and the, the other thing too is ain't no one else gonna show you this. Because if that's the case, you would have already known it, right? So yeah. it's like, yeah, hit us up because we, we're very passionate about this. We want to change your life. We want you. We don't. It's not about us knowing you. Right. It's like I told you earlier. It's about the bigger picture. Like we have a much bigger picture in, in mind. You and know, of course, no. Once you once you're a client, you are forever in our lives. You have, you have become family mm-hmm. to financial therapy. LLC. Exactly. For sure. And we're going to treat you as such. You're going to get the calls and check ins. All of it. And I want to throw something out there just because of the whole beginning. If you're still on people, <laughs> it's like <laughs> when I said when I said, um, you know, mainly my black people, I meant that. But at the same time, we're, we're all about helping everybody. It doesn't matter yeah, your yeah. nationality. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter your gender, like all that. We're just we're, we're just want to educate you and just help you just put your life in a, in a, in a better position. That's all. That's literally yeah. all it is. I think the ones that's under, that understands what's going on in this time understands you upset what you was talking about because i be right. oh yeah nah, like definitely, i told you definitely, earlier definitely. it be i be catching myself saying BLM, that, BLM. Just, <laughs> yeah exactly and they understand so they like oh you know what i'm saying and, and the thing crazy thing is the black dollar is popular right now you know what i'm saying the, sure. it's, it's, it's popular is is one of the most powerful we just don't use it, it exactly. the right way exactly exactly so we have to get ourselves educated we have to go through this therapy we got to get rid mm-hmm. of this mental illness like she said we have to get rid of this stuff yep. in order to bring some more in you know what i'm saying and, mm-hmm. and that's even with me you know what i'm saying what i shoot and a lot of people and i almost just said it too a lot of people go and I, y'all probably hear this a lot they come to y'all that y'all get this they get the spill on what's going on and how to do it they're like all right, uh, I'm gonna go get my money right, and then I'm gonna come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got some things I need to do, but I'm gonna get my money right, and then when I get right. my money right, but if your money is right, you ain't gotta come over there. You wouldn't be here in the first place if your money mm-hmm. is right. Right, right. You know yeah, that's something. Yeah, that's something that we actually tell people: stop waiting for the. I'm gonna wait for later. Because yeah. later A is not promised, and B, that's why we're here to help you do what you need to do now to be better for later. That's the point. Exactly. And you're going to wait till you get... Go ahead, sorry. Continue. No, it's better to hit y'all now because people don't know this. The, everything is opening. Everybody's excited, but we're going to be going through another recession right after this. Yeah. Then what? <laughs> then we yeah, exactly what we're trying to get people to see. And that's the other thing. going to have to pay they landlords gonna have to pay their mortgage yeah they're gonna be asking for rent they're gonna be losing their houses because the, all these banks is gonna come back like man we've been out for a year we need all that money they said mm-hmm. they was gonna pause it they didn't say they was gonna get rid of it mm-hmm. you know right so right need, right i need exactly. i need that bread exactly so we, oh they getting so they about bread. <laughs> we about to hit a recession so if you're not if you're not ready for it if you ain't got your money in the right spots the stock mm-hmm. market gonna go down Everything's gonna go down. Your four hundred one k is gone. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if you're not putting these this money in the right spots, 
even with just talking to y'all, I'm just sitting here listening and getting educated as we just talk. But as you're not putting your money in the right spots, it's done data. You're going to be in recession too. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember mm-hmm. when the first recession happened back in 08, 09. Yep. I was I working with people with master's degree at Home Depot Warehouse. Right, right. Yo, facts. Master's <laughs> degree. Facts. They like, probably crazy it out. though. Like, nah, you ain't lying, bro. I remember down. that too. I remember yeah. that too. Yeah. So and then the cash with the union jobs was like, we ain't in a recession. We chilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cash, but even with that the though. Schools, yeah, but not nah, even with the trade school, um, even with the construction, it affected that too, though. Yeah, yeah, construction, like, yeah. Yeah, because because at the end of the day, right, when that type of stuff happens, all these investors with the, all the money, right, they be yeah. scared to put put their money into stuff. So then yep. things go, start stalling. They start, they don't start the project till like a whole six months and a year down the line. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but no, definitely, I hear you because I, I I've been there, work with people with masters like, mm-hmm. and financing and whatever field, right? And it's like, damn, you why you over here with me? I don't even, I mean, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the crazy thing yeah. is, so I was part of, I'm the part of the food industry as far as union goes. I'm in the okay. food industry, so people gotta eat. Right. You know right. So they didn't. They didn't go there. So it's oh like, yeah, the bro. food. Yeah, the food ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, especially this last year. Last year, I made a lot of money last year, but the time it took. You know, what I'm saying it took a lot of time for my family. Too much overtime, all that stuff. I'm not into. I'm into. I love money. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not into working seven days, eight days a week to make the money that I made. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, right, bro, right. in my head, how I think, I'd be like, bro, it's an easier way to make this money without killing myself right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and yo, that's kind of nothing against the construction, right? But that's kind of how I was with that, too. It's like, it is, yo. I like I almost lost my life literally a few different times that I could just think of. You know what I mean, that was yeah. like you know, scary moments in that time, right? So I'm like, I'm like, damn, the money is good and all that, but it, like I said, once I learned this too, I'm like, well, I can make a lot of money doing this, helping people, and without risking my life in that in that sense, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, damn, I'm from the hood. The last thing I want to do is survive the hood and then die on a job site. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ain't lying, no. You ain't lying. That's the truth. That's the truth, Yo, man. That's the last thing you want. It's like, right. Man, my boy, you know, remember that time he did this? Man, he whooped on such and such. But my, <laughs> he got shot with a nail gun, man. That thing went off and went into his head. Yo, <laughs> RP, my guy. Hey, right. Nail gun, dude. Yo, shipping crazy. <laughs> yeah. But now, I want to backtrack a little, just real quick, to like um, uh, protecting, making sure you're protected, right? So, I just want to throw out some of the services that we do. So, <clears throat> we help with like. You know, like I said, even though it's tax and stuff, but we'll educate you on it. But we help with yeah. like 401ks, all right, um, IRAs. We help with retirement planning, tax-free retirement planning. Um, and we, we also do things like life insurance, things like that, all right? Annuities. Annuities, yeah. So yeah, you just want to make sure you're... Yeah, Roth, all of that. So like, you just want to make sure that not only are you protected now, but that... If you have children, you have a family, right, um, that they're protected, right? So you want to make sure you have things like life insurance at the same time just to protect 
you know, the generation yeah. behind you, your, your family, you know? So we're, yeah. we're big on that as well. Um, but that's just a, a few of our services that we offer. Um, and there's more, there's a lot of power behind all of those entities mm-hmm. that we really dig in deep within mm-hmm. that educational session. So you can understand it because the stuff I'm telling you, you hear life insurance, but a lot of people do not understand how it works. Right. And they have no um, clue. They think they know, though. They think they know, but have no clue. And understanding how it's no beneficial clue. in life and not just in death mm-hmm. as it's being projected to us for so long. And um, the different types, like we run through the different types and break down so you understand fully. Yeah, yep. Because I sat with my uncle, who is a veteran, 32 years in the Army. He went back and looked at all his stuff and was really, really shocked because he didn't know. He didn't have a clue. It was like, they weren't going to tell you that. And it's so unfortunate because when you're once you're a certain age, I won't say it's too late for you, but it's going to be very difficult for you to now have a have a a nice retirement without having to ever go back into work. Mm -hmm. Right. You see all these older people working at Walmart, Home Depot and all that. Reason being is not because they want to be there. Trust me. It's because they didn't plan efficiently. They thought that they didn't understand the way their retirement plan actually worked. Mm -hmm. That's literally what most of it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like my uncle's retired out of the army. But he's working. Yeah. And if he knew this information 32 years ago, there would be no reason for him to have to get out of his bed ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not never. Facts. Exactly. So, at this point, so I have a segment at the end of every every podcast, and um, I ask about what you have for the uh, youth you know what I'm saying? What would you change about the youth or what message do you have for the youth at this point? I mean, they going through so much, you know what I'm saying? And then when they graduated high school, they looking for the money. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So what kind of setup do you think they should be looking for as far as uh, work, as far as school, as far as just life, period? Give them some kind of outlook because this is what the shoulda, coulda, woulda is about. We trying to stop that the saying shoulda, coulda, woulda. Oh, he's just a has been. He's just mm-hmm. so we want to stop. Gotcha. That okay, dope, dope. So, what do you? What message do you have for the youth to even direct them into the right path? Yeah. So, um, I would say to just edu- educate yourself. Right. Education to me is key. Um, also. You know, for example, like you said, when they get out of high school, right, they want they want that money right away. Or even when they get out of college, want that money right away. Right <clears throat> now, the thing is what I realized. So I'm, I'm 34. All right. So what I realized is that <clears throat> instead of like, for example, don't go don't go to the fast money. OK, don't don't go hustling and doing all that. Like, I'm not going to lie. I used to do that stuff. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not um, at the end of the day. Besides, you could get killed and all that, right? It's just going to jail. This is how I like to break it down. You go to, let's say you was getting it, right? Let's say you was, I'm not even going to do numbers. Let's just say you was getting it, okay? Now you went to jail for 10 years. Divide all that money you was getting by those 10 years, right? And now you was, you're, you're in there making pennies because because you wanted that fast dollar, right? And I, I, also, re- I also feel like just when you're younger, right, you, you, 
when you're younger, you want everything so quick, but it's like, if you just pace yourself more and you, you just move at a nice steady pace and keep educating and keep growing, you'll be so much better off in the long run than now. Right. It's like, it's like, for example, people, the people, like I have friends that in their twenties, right. They was buying Benzes. They was buying all these fancy exotic cars and all that. But now you're at 30 and you don't have none of that. You feel me? Because you was balling back then, but you didn't know what you was doing with your money. Right. And now the, that person that didn't have that um, in their 20s. Right. Now they're 30 or they're close to 30, whatever the case is. And they own homes. They own multiple properties. Right. Because they educated themselves. They put their money into into assets, not liabilities. Right. And and they 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 grow. So I would say <clears throat> um, I would just say to keep it short, just educate yourself and the the fast dollar the quick money that's that's literally to me it's not the answer um yeah that's how I feel and you said something there too with uh as far as kids thinking they got to get the bins and stuff like that I was talking to my boy yesterday he's twenty he worked with me and stuff like that and he was just expressing to me like man I feel like I'm missing something and blah 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 because right now what he's doing is he's saving his money. He walks, he walks to work for one, walks back for it. He could, he could afford a car. It's not that he just like, man, Steve, if I'm a walk, if I could walk, I'm a walk. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He don't even trip, bro. He don't ask for a ride. I have to force him to get in my car to take him <laughs> like that. But That's he's good, young, you know he's hungry. And so yeah. what he's doing is he's fixing on his credit. He's educating his mom to fix her credit. He's, you know what I'm saying? He's doing different mm-hmm. things that he, he knows to do. You know what I'm saying? He's, mm-hmm. And everybody else, and I had to explain to him last night, everybody your age ain't doing this. I no, said, when no. they get 30, 31, they're going to be doing what you're doing at 19, 20. Exactly. That's a fact. I said, That's so what you doing it early, you ain't tripping about the parties. I said, you ain't missing nothing. I said, the clubs don't even crack until you're 25. I said, 21, mm-hmm. everybody, you just wilding. I said, 25, it really start cracking. Right. And like, that's another thing too. When you're young, right? And you you implement this plan that we that we teach people, when you do it while you're young, what? Yo, it's so yo, by the time you're even our age, bro, yo, you're on a whole nother whole nother level. Like exactly. I wish I knew this information even 10 years ago. Like, you know what I mean? My oldest exactly. daughter and I'm mad that I didn't know about this. And the information that wait, like those things we said that we offer in services is not something that my father's ever said anything to me about mm-hmm. he didn't even know what annuities was so maybe he just didn't know but it's just, it's it's so powerful and i was as you're saying that this kid is so young like he you definitely we all need yeah. to just link up we we yeah. love shout outs to him whoever he yeah, is like, shout out yeah, my boy to Sasser. My... yeah Sasser, yes. you're doing your thing shout outs low bro keep we, getting it man stay focused uh, stay focused Oh, man. Have him hit us up so we can absolutely put him and his mom because it seems like his mom may be his why. And yeah. I would we'd love to have that conversation with him so we can put them both in a better position. Exactly. Exactly. Appreciate that. So let's ask you, Janae, what do you have for as far as the parents with dealing with this generation? We definitely we all over 30. So it's definitely a different generation. <laughs> That's going, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely different generation that's out there than what how we grew up. We grew up kind of, we kind of threw up 
thuggish. You know what I'm saying? But these this generation is very much spoiled, very much so. As parents, how do we yeah. handle this generation? Because we do have to cater to that. Regardless if we want to or not, we have to cater to that because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do mm-hmm. we deal with this generation that's coming? As a parent for me, as a single mom, um, I really do give my kids so much credit for being some awesome, awesome children. And I understand growing up, their fight isn't what our fight was because the goal is to give them better than what we had, right? Mm-hmm. But there's little things, there's little principles, values, and morals that are implemented within that recipe mm-hmm. i understand the generation is different but because there's so much sensitivity there's so much stuff going on social media like all these things that weren't there with us um it's key to a keep reading books they had a lot of information in books mm-hmm. a lot of information that we carry is came out of books mm-hmm. b understand your circle to success because if you don't understand that the circle to success, you're going nowhere fast. Mm-hmm. And literally, we just as parents have to stay on top of our children, understanding like what they're going through so we can mm-hmm. like reprogram their minds. Because, you know, we get uh, and I know a lot of adults that be getting getting caught up social media. Exactly. mad about exactly. mad about comments mad about this mad about that but once upon a time if you knew it didn't exist it didn't bother you you had a different kind of confidence exactly so that's what we need to start really getting into our kids like my kids don't have cell phones there's no reason for it i know where you're at all the time that's all that matters <laughs> exactly y'all this is martin and janae y'all should have could have would have and we appreciate y'all for coming on and educating us on the therapy side of finances you know and and just getting through that because a lot of people don't understand there's the therapy side of finances and, and mm-hmm. we don't know <laughs> that we're just gonna keep continue making the same mistakes over and over and over until we get through that session you know what i'm saying so i appreciate y'all for coming on and Man, until next time, y'all.